Hi everyone, this is Oystein, co-creator of The Amelia Project. Today's episode is sponsored by Tracks of War, which happens to be a show that I have made. When I was approached by Nordland Theatre in Norway to make a fiction podcast about the history of the Nordland Railway, I said yes right away. The Nordland Railway has a fascinating and dark history. It was finished by the Nazis during the Second World War, and prisoners of war were used as slave workers on the line. The railway winds through the harsh and haunting landscape of northern Norway, and it is one of the northernmost railways in the world. Through 16 short episodes, you are given glimpses into the dramatic creation of the Nordland Railway. The episodes are all standalone stories, so you can listen in any order you want, and they're all named after stretches of the Northern Railway line. Some episodes are dark, others brighter, some moments might even be funny. Among the tragedy and the drama, I have tried to look for hope and resistance. We've produced both a Norwegian and an English version, hoping to reach audiences all over the world, including you. I've brought on board some of the best talent that I know from the indie fiction podcast scene. I hope you want to check out Alan Bergen as an evil Nazi commander, Tom Crowley and Felix Trench as prison guards, and Kareem Kronfli as the Norwegian railway director Valdemar Hoff, a man struggling with the choices he ended up making. The Nordland Railway Tracks of War is a production by Nordland Theatre and Boulder 2024. Search for The Nordland Railway, Tracks of War, on your favourite podcatcher, or look it up on trailway.no. And um, let me know what you thought. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. What's this? What are we doing back on your feed? You thought this was over? Not yet. There's an epilogue. It is dedicated to our patron, Liebre Diaconito, who will slip on a banana peel right after declaring that nobody ever dies that way. We will resurface Liebre Diaconito as far away from bananas as it is possible to get. Thank you to all our patrons who allow us to produce this show. Hello, I'm back. Mmm, it smells good in here. Are you baking, Alvina? Oh, hi, Amelia. Did everything go okay at St Pancras? Splendidly. The ladies and French hens are on the Eurostar and will arrive in Paris in two hours. Good. I'm sure the ladies will have a great career as dancers at the Moulin Rouge, and the hens, well, they'll probably end up as poulet frites or fricasse, but... Oh, those hens are fierce. They can fend for themselves. What about Joey and Salvatore? And they've set off for the Highlands to relocate the Eleven Pipers and will drop off the partridge in the North Yorkshire Moors and the geese, goslings, cows and milkmaids at a farm in the Cotswolds on the way. Oh, and I was thinking we can give the potted pear tree to Mrs Blakely next door. You know, to apologise for the noise. Good plan. And you've been baking? Well, I tried airing, but even after two hours with all the windows wide open, I still got... 
cow stench, goose pong, and notes of chicken shit. And the dancing lady's perfume and leaping lord's deodorant hangs in the air like an obstinate fart. So I decided to bake a cake. Well, it's certainly done the trick. It smells delicious. What kind of cake is it? An epiphany cake. A what now? An epiphany cake? Epiphany? Yes. Today's epiphany. In English, please? Oh, come on, Amelia. I told you about this already. We three kings of Oriental. Oh, yes, you did tell me about that. Three Kings Day, yes. I forgot. And there's a cake for that? Well, in France there is. It's called a galette des rois. It's basically puff pastry stuffed with frangipan. I do like the sound of that. And there's a little figurine hidden inside called a fève. A figurine? What? Why? The person who finds it gets to wear a crown and is the king for the day. It's a big tradition in France. Sounds like a choking hazard. Oh, it is. Every 6th of January, paramedics work overtime, removing little figurines of the Virgin Mary from people's windpipes. Oh, death by Virgin Mary. That would have been a good one. Death by Galette des Rois. I should really suggest that to Arthur for next year. Hello. Speak of the devil. Devil? What? Oh, nothing. Alvina was just telling me about Epiphany. Tiffany? Oh, no, there's another Hollingworth daughter. Hey, How do Arthur, we kill her? Arthur, uh, there's breathe, no time to lose. Relax. We better start planning. Epiphany. What? Take those earplugs out. What? Here, I'll do it. Ah, oh. Oh, yes, I forgot those were in there. You see, the swans were making one heck of a racket in the back of the car. But you and... managed to get rid of them? Oh, yes. Dropped them off at Buckingham Palace. Swans are royal property, after all. This is such a weird country. Then I dropped off the lords at the Houses of Parliament. The Houses of Parliament? The House of Lords. Ah, of course. Huh, good thinking. Yes, they're having their wigs fitted. And by tomorrow, they'll be busy examining bills and investigating public policy. As I say, weird country. What's that smell? Are you baking, Alvina? Mm-hmm. She's making a frangipan cake. Oh, yummy. Oh, yes, that's just the thing. When will it be ready? Ah, no, 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 no. It will be our reward after we've got the office back in shape. Oh, but I'm hungry now. Alvina is right. We need to put this place back in order before we start receiving clients again. The carpets are so full of cow pats and bird poop, I don't think they can be salvaged. Rip them out and lay new ones, I say. Oh, we'll get Joey and Salvatore to do that once they return. In the meantime, why don't you gather up all the feathers, Amelia? I can deal with the broken crockery, and Arthur, can you dispose of the swan's paddling pool, please? Yes, all right. It's going to be strange being just us again, isn't it? I'd kind of got used to the noise and smell and action and... Oh, don't tell me you miss them. Well, yes, maybe a little. At least they kept us on our toes. Never got boring with them around. Oh, it's so quiet now. <laughs> don't you worry. A new client will turn up soon enough with some impossible request or outlandish story. But for now, let's enjoy the peace and quiet. I wonder how the sisters are doing. Oh, I'm sure Judith, Agnes, Clarice and Penelope will do very well with their Easter Emporium. Going from Christmas baubles to Easter eggs, 
Should be an easy transition. And I can't wait to see what Sybil, Natalie, Rachel and Germain do with their pumpkin carving business. We must get a pumpkin from them next Halloween. Oh, yes. I just hope Dorothy, Gemma, Laura and Pamela won't regret turning their backs on the holiday industry altogether. Well, they are still in the spherical industry, aren't they? I'm sure making disco balls will suit them perfectly. Yes, I suppose. You know, I think we can all be very proud of ourselves. We've saved those 12 women from their tyrannical dad, given them fulfilling new lives, as well as finding new homes for the livestock lords and ladies. Now all we need to do is exchange the carpets, fix the broken furniture, sweep up the feathers and broken china, and we can go back to normal again. Who's that? Joey and Salvatore? Too soon. They're going all the way to the Highlands, remember? A client? I... we're not expecting anyone today, are we? A surprise client. <sighs> Very irregular. I'll go look through the peephole. So? Who is it? Well, cover me in tatsiki and call me a kebab. What? Oh no, is it the neighbours again? Are we in trouble? No. It's... Yes? It's three kings. What? Bearing gifts. Looks like... Gold, myrrh, and frankincense. What? Oh, this is exciting, isn't it? <sighs> I just wanted one normal day. Just one. Just one normal day. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.